Hi everybody, Catherine and Dave here from Fantasy Fitnessing and we are here for our week two fantasy review and week three fantasy chat. So last weekend we had Fitness in Cape Town and the Mid-Atlantic CrossFit Challenge. How did everybody do, Dave? Uh, well, congratulations to our winners. Uh, so first place, William Hall 2016. So back-to-back uh, -back podium finishes for him. So she can never have too many pairs of sunglasses for the summer. Uh, his winning team, uh, Noah Olson, Jake Berman, Brandon Jacobs, Michelle Morand, Daniel Brandon, and Christina Lividikakis. Uh, he had 27, 20, 77 points. Uh, just four points behind him was Jerry uh, at 27, 73. Uh, and in third place, Slippery Hands at 27, 67. So um, our top three all uh, within 10 points of each other. Um, so it was an exciting race there. And then in true week two fashion, uh, our fourth place team, uh, I guess going to the last chance qualifier, Dreaming of Muscle Ups was just one point behind um, out of the podium there. So um, kind of on brand for week two uh, of CrossFit semifinals. Yeah, even fantasy is one point apart. Yeah. Um, my team, you know, I was like 25, 12, so uh, a bit further back, I think 30th or something like that. Um, my big miss is uh, Rune Duvenage. Um, I kind of pumped him last week as the guy to challenge Jason Smith. Uh, and again, a year off with him, Kaylin Henry ended up taking that game's ticket out of uh, Fittis in Cape Town. So congratulations to him. Um, you know, hit Jake Berman as my sleeper this week, but then uh, Dina Swift um, kind of drew me down on the women's side there. So, but you know, Top half of the leaderboard's pretty good, so I'm happy with that. Nice, yeah. Top half is a good way to go. And then on uh, the Cross or Clydesdale Media uh, live show, so every Tuesday during semifinals, we're doing a live draft on their YouTube channel. Uh, I got a two-game win streak going on now um, with a week two win here. So, again, my team went heavy with the Fittis in Cape Town groups because um, – they're lesser known, but still get the same amount of points. So my team, Michelle Morand, Michelle Bassinet, Brooke Wells, Rune Duvenage, Jake Berman, and Mitchell Stevenson uh, was about 250 points ahead of Coach Cat. Third place was uh, Charlie, Mr. Mobility. Fourth was uh, Scott with Clydesdale. And five was Amy. Um, Amy had uh, Hunter Holyfield, who didn't look like he competed this weekend, but, um, you know. Draft leagues add a little different element since you can only have each athlete once. Yeah, it's kind of fun how like different the teams sort of are. All right, and then that is week two. On to week three salary cap strategy. What? How should we do this this week? Yeah, so this week I'm finding tricky. Um, just setting my team and you know, prepping for this show. I just I don't see a lot of late round sleepers that I'm totally confident in, so it's going to make it a bit trickier. Uh, and then certainly on the granite side, they are super top heavy in terms of athletes, so um, I'm not really confident with the mid range picks either. So um, this one's probably going to be the trickiest of the first three. So looking at week three in the salary cap, um, starting with the far east throwdown. On the men's side, you really kind of have the top two athletes there that are probably going to be leaps and bounds um, ahead of the rest of the field just because of people who drop due to not being able to compete or not being able to leave the U.S. more specifically. So you got Roman Krennikov and Alexander Illen. Kind of see them being 
a lot further ahead than the rest of the field. So probably going to be in those high 500 for points for their position. And then on the women's side, uh, Sigunian Choi, she was a games athlete last year. Um, certainly when it came to quarterfinals, she ran away up the field there. So I think there is, you know, if you're going to look for filling out some top in there, there isn't a lot of competition. So I think those three athletes um, probably are, you know, want them on your roster just due to the lack of competition there. And then looking over on the granite side, Starting with the women, uh, so you got Mal O'Brien, who again, just ran away with the Open and, and dominated quarterfinals, um, sitting there. I think she's the only $60 athlete we have on the women's side. Uh, and then other games athletes to look at is Barnhart and Spiegel, or Amanda Barnhart, Danny Spiegel, and Emily Rolf. Um, you know, from those three, obviously O'Brien, and then Barnhart and Spiegel, depending on how you want to, uh, you know, build out your team. I don't feel super confident with Emily Rolf uh, this weekend. Just Emily Rolf's really great at running, um, just kind of that general athleticism that you see at the games that uh, I think just coming out of a six-event six competition may not have the, you know, the events to for her strengths to combat the, the lift that is always a bit of a struggle from her. So I would probably take... Uh, Fisa Gaffey or Chloe Wilson uh, over Emily Rolf. Both those athletes are in the $40 range where Rolf, Barnhart, and Spiegel at $50. Um, Jill, again, just kind of trying to lower it down to have some athletes I'm pretty sure about. Um, probably, again, on the women's side, won't take Mal O'Brien just because uh, she's $60. Probably take a Barnhart or Spiegel just to save $10 and put that somewhere else. Uh, and then on the men's side, um, you got... Brent Fikowski, Chandler Smith, and Sam Quant is kind of the, the top three, at least from a seed perspective. Uh, both, all three of them are $50. Uh, I'm going to probably take Phil Toon this week. He's, you know, one of the $40 athletes, but again, just based off of the brute strength squad in, you know, the first couple weeks of semifinals, I think Toon's probably a sure thing to finish up in the top three. And so to be $10 less than those other guys, probably take him. Uh, and then just again, looking back to, to week two, the comp train crew, um, Cindy uh, Michalishan and uh, Cole Sager both performed pretty well. So uh, I think that's probably good signs for uh, Amanda Barnhart and Chandler Smith this week as well. I think there's probably a little bit more confidence in them than in years past. So uh, probably take both of those this week as well. Yeah, I think I agree with sort of all of that. I just set my lineup before we recorded this just to like see um another guy on the um asian side of things also is anthony haynes because there's a number of guys pulled out i think he'll be probably pushing for some points on the asian men's side too so i have him on my lineup yeah yeah he i think he was you know fifth from a quarterfinal standpoint and went to the games in 2018 and uh, was the mainstay at regionals for a while up there. Uh, yeah, I guess looking again at the, specifically the men's field at Granite, you know, after you get through those top four, there's just a slew of people who could be in the mix. You got whatever, Tim Paulson, Travis Mayer, uh, Colton Mertens, Matt Douglas. You know, I think it's just going to be a real slugfest for those guys. And I don't know if I'm confident enough in any of them to uh, really kind of commit to putting them in. So I'm going to probably go um, as top 
as many athletes as I can in that $50, $40 range, and then uh, see if I can, uh, you know, kind of get a diamond in the rough there uh, with the rest of the group. Yeah, I think that's kind of why I added Anthony Hames because I had, I think, Matt Douglas. And then it's just like, I don't know who's going to hit. I haven't looked yeah. like at the events, like the workouts and stuff yet. So I might be changing once I sort of look at those a little bit to yeah. see if I could try and pick one of the granite men that's more likely to hit. There's just so many of them. It's, yeah. So I'm kind of doing what I did last week of default to the lesser known fields that are slightly less competitive as a whole. So there's maybe more points that are going to be grabbed by those guys. Yeah. Looking at sleepers this week, um, a couple within the granite side that uh, I think could, could have some potential. Um, so on the women's side, Daniel Olivieri, um, she was 125th in the open this year. So, you know, pretty high considering, you know, everybody else in the field. So might be able to, again, steal some points from, you know, some events, obviously the open is not as heavy or as technically sound as we see in quarterfinals, but again, you know, if, uh, if those 10 to $20 athletes, if you can get them in the top 15 in the field, um, you're winning there. And then on the men's side, uh, Marshall Creed. Uh, so this year he was 197th in the open. Um, so not the, the highest that you would want to see, but in quarterfinals this year, he did have an event finish within the top five. So, Again, does have that elite skill set um, that elite can at least get, bring you some points in if when those events are in his wheelhouse there. Uh, then kind of looking back, who's again, regionals athlete, it's 20th in 2017. So does kind of have some history competing at these, you know, semifinal regional type events. So again, just if you're looking for somebody to, to squeeze into your roster, those two athletes may fit the bill. Yeah, those are great. Because I was sitting looking at like the ten twenty dollar athletes being like I don't know, yeah. whereas those could be good, sweet. All right, so that's the salary cap game. On to draft strategy. Yeah, so draft strategy. You know, I think again this is pretty top heavy uh, from athletes and kind of both sides. Uh, looking at it, if I have you know top two picks or one of the top two picks, I'm going to probably take Krennic Cobb or Mel O'Brien uh, from that standpoint. So uh, they're kind of my second tier of athletes uh, that I'd be drafting. Amanda Barnhart, uh, Danny Spiegel, Brent Bukowski, Chandler Smith, Bill Toon, Sam Quat, Sugui and Choi, and Alexander Illen. So again, you know, all those athletes, really there, it's your personal preference of who you think is going to fill up the mix. Uh, then third rank, it's really just kind of the, the granite women's side, uh, Emily Rolf, Lisa Gaffey, and Chloe Wilson. I think, you know, those three are probably pretty solid in the five, six, seven uh, at granite. And then from there, um, I'm probably going to switch over to the top seeded athletes at the Far East throwdown. I think just if you are there, there probably isn't a lot of people in your draft league choosing people from the Far East throwdown just because they're not familiar. So, you know. We'll have our power rankings up um, within a link in our Instagram, or even you can just go to the, the quarterfinals leaderboard there and just kind of draft down that list um, once it's in there. So again, kind of a little cheat to to go that way that, you know, those athletes will, you know, get points, same as the ones in Granite, but you're just not as familiar with them. So um, helps you steal some points from your buddies, uh, but also give somebody else to cheer for that you know, normally wouldn't. Yeah, it makes it more fun, especially 
some of those areas that we don't really know all the athletes to watch them all actually compete with each other. Um, there's some interesting races that come out. Even if you don't really know the athletes, it's still fun. Yeah. Um, especially if they're on your team. Yeah. Yeah. When they're on their team, uh, makes it there, but then you kind of get the, the big lead where, you know, well, the leaderboards are loaded in the morning and Paris throwdown athletes are in before the granite athletes start their day. So it is a nerve wracking when you see your lead diminish every time the leaderboard's updated, but it's all part of the game. Yeah. Sweet. All right. So that is our week three fantasy chat. We have preview shows um, up on our fantasy fitnessing podcast, as well as the Clydesdale media YouTube. So if you want to sort of know more about field strength, who's there, other athletes to watch Dave's picks and dark horses, both, um far east throwdown and granite games videos are up so check those out we'll link them in the bio and stuff and yeah make sure you get your team set at fantasyfitnessing.com follow us at instagram or on instagram at fantasyfitnessing for different like lists and stats and stuff that we're going to post throughout the week and make sure your buddies are doing it too it's fun. There's an affiliate leaderboard. So anyone from the box that you work out at, if they're playing fantasy, you guys will have your own little leaderboard to know if you're beating your friends, <laughs> which is the best because it's the only way that I can beat our coach. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, so I think that's it, Dave. No, that is all. Hopefully uh, get your teams in. Um, yeah. Throw up your team on uh, Instagram. Tell us who you got. Um, yeah, yeah tag us. We'll share it. See if we can find out whether people think you picked a good team or not. And yeah, we will see you on the leaderboard. <laughs>